0: to the loudest podcast. It's the loudest podcast. It's the only podcast where we talk about how much Hamilton sucks. <laughs> You're one of those girls. I am Sriracha, and I'm here to say that I'm here with the stairs in a major way. Say hi and tell us your opinions on why Hamilton sucks.
1: Aren't you the one who listens to the Hamilton soundtrack nonstop while at the gym?
0: No, I've never done that. You have
1: done that.
0: I don't. You don't know that I do that. You've
1: told me specific... A couple of months ago, you were like, I finally got the Hamilton stat truck. It's really good. And I watched all of Hamilton on...
0: Pornhub. It's on Pornhub. Guys. <laughs> Yeah, you're the. And, but now that it's popular, now you don't like Hamilton. No, I don't like it anymore. I don't like the songs anymore. I changed my mind. It's bad now. It's bad now because I've decided that it's bad.
1: Okay, and not because all of Twitter has to say. Not because it's it's now overexposed, popular on Disney Plus. It
0: it's been popular for a very long time, bro. Look,
1: okay, I still don't understand this. This. He'll turn on Hamilton. Just a couple of months ago, you were you're walking around. You were like in the room when it happened. The room where like I don't know the songs, but uh, you were sick of the song.
0: Well, you should watch it so you could get a better grasp of how bad it sucks.
1: Okay, you've watched it. You watched it on Disney Plus.
0: I watched it on Pornhub.com. That's not the same, How is that not the same? It's literally that's just, the exact same thing. It is not the exact they had like nine
1: hundred cameras and a big stage and all that for the Disney Plus version. You probably just watched like someone filming it on their cell phone from the audience. I
0: did. That's exactly what I did. It's a very
1: different experience. Wow, okay. and I didn't
0: pay for it. <laughs>
1: look, I don't love Hamilton. It's fine. It seems like the it to me it seems like the new rent like when I was a kid. Oh, everyone loved singing all the songs from Ranch about how oh, every high school girl's dying of AIDS all of a sudden. <laughs> They're all wearing those, those scarves that say 525,600 minutes. Oh, we all, and now all the kids like Hamilton. It's fine. Kids like their songs. I don't hate it though. It seems like hating it is, is kind of strong.
0: I hate it. I hate it. And I hate the parts that I hate the most are the rap parts. <laughs>
1: Isn't the entire thing a hip hopra?
0: Sort of, but there are some ballads in there. There's, uh, the, the when the, the girl does this ballad singing, then it's acceptable. But the rap is cringe. There's
1: been a lot of talk about Funko Pops these past couple episodes.
0: Unfortunately, you're correct.
1: I thought we were the only people in the world that didn't like Funko Pops.
0: Why would you think that? I thought they were universally hated. I ju- just, because they're everywhere. Like, in every shop,
1: there are these Funko Pops for sale, and I have friends that, like, have collected Funko Pops, oh, I got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Funko Pops, oh, I got the Funko Mario, like, I just thought I was alone and not liking these, but... Our entire audience hates Funko Pops.
0: Yeah, you know, I always thought that everybody like everybody, hated those live, laugh, love decorations. Yet every fucking time I go to TJ Maxx, I see them on the shelves. And from what I know about capitalism, that means that someone is buying a lot of them. Yeah, and
1: if you ever had to buy something for your mom or your aunt... If you gave her one of those live, laugh, love things, isn't that kind of a slam dunk, like a home run of a gift?
0: It's like the live, laugh, love for guys who post on r slash male living spaces.
1: I don't get it. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, God, you need to check out that awesome, the best subreddit on the internet is called r slash male living spaces. And it's just dudes with no sense of who think interior decoration is gay. (coughs) posting pictures of their sad, empty bedrooms, and they genuinely have no fucking idea what to do with it. Like, they'll post a picture like, hey, what can I do to spice up my bedroom? And then it's just a bed with no box spring on the floor and then, like, a poster of Pulp Fiction on the wall. <laughs> just buy furniture. Just buy furniture. Why is it so hard? Just buy a nice, a nice uh, bookshelf.
1: <laughs> the only reason we would buy furniture is Is if we weren't getting laid And these dudes are getting laid Some of these dudes are getting laid
0: Well they shouldn't be We gotta boycott anybody without a box spring No more mattresses on the floor 2020
1: Anyway
0: A lot of people hate these Funko Pops And as
1: you know There are also a lot of Funko Pops So I created a brand new game For the loudest podcast called
0: Funko or Fako Oh my god I'm so excited
1: Okay I'm going to I'm gonna read a list of Funko Pops. And you got to tell me if it's a Funko or a Faco.
0: Okay. All right. I'm ready.
1: And listeners, you play along too at home. See if you can guess if it's a Funko or a Faco along with Saranja. All right. Starting off with Jim from the office making the Jim face Funko Pop.
0: Well, how do we define the Jim face? Like the kind of the
1: eyebrows, like kind of up.
0: No, no. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Real-o, Funko, but you're misinterpreting it.
1: Okay, first off, yes, it is a real Funko. <laughs> Second, I'm going to show you this Funko Pop, and you're going to see that he's making the gym face. Okay,
0: let me see it. All right. They don't have eyes. <laughs> they have buttons. So. You'll see. You'll Oh, you'll see. I hope I'm proven wrong. Uh, get ready to be proven wrong.
1: Okay, I just sent three different The Office Funko Pops to your phone. Because I'm going to prove to you that Jim's making the Jim face. First off, a character that's not making the Jim face, Pam. You see Pam Beasley? I I do. How would you describe her face? Ugly. Excellent. Perfect. I know you got the right email then. Then, Andy Bernard with his banjo. You see what he's doing with his eyes and his
0: eyebrows? No, they look identical. They all look fucking identical. Yeah, of course. No,
1: they all look like trash, but that's not the question. Now, scroll down to Jim. You can see his eyebrows are arched in a way that is clearly the gym face.
0: I disagree. I'm going to have to disagree with that one, Chief. I don't. I think this is just, he's just got some straight eyebrows. Like, okay, make the gym face at me. How
1: do you describe that face just man?
0: <laughs> we got to put this to a vote. We got to put this to a vote.
1: Okay. All right. We'll put it to a vote as to whether or not Jim, the Jim Funko Pop is making the gym face. Okay. Second question, by the way. <laughs> We're one question into this quiz.
0: Already there are discrepancies.
1: Okay. Now for bonus points, does the gym from the office making the gym faced Funko come with a stapler in Jell-O? No. Because the Dwight figure comes with that. No! <laughs> but for bonus, bonus points, what prop does the Kevin Funko come with?
0: Kevin from the off,
1: mm-hmm. a Big pot packet. of chili. Exactly, it comes with a pot of chili.
0: Fucking nailed it! Oh, so
1: far you're three for three. Four bonus, bonus, bonus points. How many Michael Scott Funko Pops are there?
0: Um. Okay, let me think. There's definitely just standard Michael Scott mm-hmm. I with think the,
1: with with a
0: world's best boss mug. Excellent. And there is probably a Christmas Michael Scott. That's exactly
1: right. It's he's called Classy Santa.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. And I fucking bet there's an Asian Michael Scar Funko Pop.
1: I I couldn't find that. There might be.
0: But I'm going to guess 3.
1: There are 6 Michael Scott Funko Fuck Pops off. including <laughs> World's Best Boss Michael, Survivor Michael, Michael versus Toby Tupac, Date Night Michael, Classy Santa Michael and Prison Mike.
0: Wow, I truly did not need this information. You're in doing probation. really
1: well. Though. You're doing super super Thank well.
0: Thank you. I'm two I'm three for four? Yeah. But,
1: th- but th- that was bonus points. So far you're 100% in. Gotcha. Okay. Is there a cop from the Monopoly game who beats up Mr. Monopoly and sends him directly to jail? Funko Pop.
0: Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because I could see that existing, but then I could also see a lot of people bitching about that on Twitter. I'm going to say no.
1: You're absolutely right. There are, however, three Mr. Monopolies. Wow. And there is an Officer Freddy Funko Pop. Apparently, there's just a Funko Pop character named Freddy Funko. And he, you just kind of dress him up like a firefighter. Or you dress him up like a chef and like you give it to your chef friend and it's like Freddy Funko. So there is a cop, Freddy Funko, and he
0: does kill some, minorities. He's done <laughs> some
1: things. He's, he's done some things. Okay. Tony Montana's convertible from Scarface Funko Pop.
0: The car?
1: hmm What? The convertible.
0: Okay. um, No.
1: Sorry, this is the first one you've got wrong. Damn it. Is yes, it comes with a little Scarface Funko Pop, but the scar on his face is not really like, it's not a big, it's adorable. It's not like a big, gross scar. It's like a cute little Scarface. He's like adorable little Scarface.
0: Does the Scarface go in the car?
1: Yes, exactly. And you go, like, say hello to my little friend. And like, you show him to people. It's fun.
0: Oh my God.
1: Okay, Jimmy Fallon in the taxi from the 2004 smash hit, Taxi, starring Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Fuck. That is not a Funko Pop, and you know why? Why? Because Funko Pop refuses to take my email ideas. They refuse to take <laughs> my brilliant ideas on Funko Pops, and one day you will be a Funko Pop, I promise you that. Notorious B.I.G. Funko Pop.
0: Absolutely, that is real. Yes. Tupac Shakur Funko Pop. Absolutely, that is that real. That is exactly,
1: you were two for two there. Yeah, nailed it. Two fallen rappers who will live on forever in Funko form.
0: You can put them together. Wait, didn't they hate each other? Weren't they yeah, part of different gangs? Yeah, they hated each other. That's what, Apparently,
1: people accused the Notorious B.I.G. Funko Pop of killing the Tupac Shakur Funko Pop. Damn. Until six months later, the Notorious B.I.G. Funko Pop was killed. And it's like, oh, oh, okay.
0: Who Hmm. killed, if B.I.G. killed Tupac Shakur and Tupac Shakur's ghost killed B.I.G., who killed Kimbo Slice?
1: The world might never know. Okay.
0: (laughs) I think heart disease did. (laughs) Oh,
1: God. Speaking of heart disease, the big boy from Bob's Big Boy Funko Pop.
0: Hmm. Oh, this is, this is the toughest one yet. Oh, I'm really, I feel like this could really go either way. I'm going to go no, though.
1: I'm sorry. The answer is yes. Fuck
0: me. There
1: is a Bob's Big Boy Funko Pop, but maybe you can make points up here. The Morton Salt Girl from the Morton Salt Shaker holding the little yellow umbrella, Funko Pop.
0: No. The answer is yes to uh, that, too. Who would want that? I don't
1: Who's I don't I don't know how many Morton Cell fans there are out there, but there's some of them. Do
0: you think there's like a conclave of these people on like the deepest recess of the internet? There's like big boy fan fiction, mm-hmm. but it's probably like, what's that pornography called where they crush you?
1: Trampling? Big, big boy trampling?
0: Big boy trampling.
1: Yeah, Bob's big boy, you know, turning you into a little uh, a little pile of flesh or something.
0: Making pancakes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Turning
0: making, your- making pancakes.
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Okay, staying in the food mascot zone Cookie Cop and Cookie Crook Breakfast Battler 2 pack. No. That is exactly right, but yes. there are four Frankenberries, including a 2011 Comic Con exclusive <laughs> metallic variant Frankenberry. Why
0: would they? Buy, who would buy that? Well, look, you, you, need all, you
1: need all the Franken. You need all the
0: Frankenberries. Why? You know, and you need I the hate fruit this. Brew, and you
1: need the yummy mummy. I hate. And this. you need. There are multiple booberries. And there's a count chocolate, and there's a silver count. I Chocula.
0: hate you, weird fucking nerds. You buy these things. I hate you. I hate you. The world is worse because you exist. That's
1: exactly right. Okay, you, I'm giving you points for that too. Cubert from Cubert, the Funko Pop.
0: Oh, I'm gonna say yes, and it looks shitty. Like they didn't do the big nose; uh, they just drew something. That is
1: you. You. I'm giving you double points for that because <laughs> yes, it does exist, and yes, it looks shitty. The Kubert Funko Pop went on sale in 2016 for $11, but five years later, it's worth 10.
0: Wow, that's a stunks moment if I've ever heard one.
1: The Dig Dug guy from the Dig Dug game. What is Dig Dug? It's like this little, it's like this 8-bit video game, kind of like Cuba, where you're this little guy and you're kind of like digging through the ground.
0: Can I look up the Dig Dug guy? Of course, absolutely. Look up the Dig Dug guy. I will not look up Dig Dug Funk.
1: I I, I believe you. I trust
0: you. Okay, let me see.
1: The Dig Dug guy from Dig Dug. Dig Dug. You know, Dig Dug.
0: Dig Dug. He's digging. Game. Is his name
1: Doug? D-O-U-G? And if not... Someone's got to fix that. His name should be Dig Doug or like Dig, D- like Doug Diggerson or something.
0: The yellow and red boy? Is that who you're talking mm-hmm. about? Uh, what is it? Is it a person? It's just like
1: a human with a drill.
0: It's cute. <laughs> I like it.
1: Well, do you think he's cute enough to make a Funko Pop of?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: Okay. The answer is no. Damn it. Is what I originally thought when I wrote that joke <laughs> no. until I Googled it. And yes, there is a Dig Dug Funko Pop. Who wants it? I don't know, but he's out there hey.
0: digging and dugging. Te- you're terrorizing me with the, by putting this down. No- I'm not consenting to having this knowledge put in my brain.
1: Ma, uh, okay, here we go. My name is Cleveland Brown. Am I a Funko Pop? Oh,
0: no, not a shadow of doubt in my mind, yes. No!
1: Really? There is No, there are several stories. Plenty of Peter Griffins. There is no Cleveland Brown Funko Pop. However, there are several Cleveland Browns Funko Pops, including famed running back Nick Chubb.
0: (laughs) Racism. The Funko Pop community.
1: That's what I think. That's exactly what I think. SWAT cats. The Radical Squadron. The Funko Pop? Am I supposed to know what the
0: fuck that means? It
1: was a 90s cartoon about two cats that flew around in the jet. Stop it, big monsters! Oh,
0: look, it's another Gen X reference, kids. Don't you find all of their TV shows really endearing? Look at what's it called, Stupid Cats in Space or some shit? They're called
1: the SWAT cats, and... And you spell the cat with a K, thanks. Yeah,
0: of course you do. Of course. Is it with a Z, no.
1: no, no, there's not. I thought there was, but when I looked it up today, there was not a Z.
0: Okay. F- uh, Swat Cats.
1: The Radical Squad. Say the full name of the show. Swat Cats, the Radical Squadron.
0: Swat Cats, the Radical Squadron. Uh... There, the, There's a bunch of cats, is that?
1: Well, there's just two cats.
0: And then one of one with tits? What is this?
1: Well, there is a lady... Oh, whoa, whoa, look, whoa, 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 I forgot. There might be like a reporter cat or
0: Are something. Are you a furry now? Is that what this is?
1: It just happened, yes. As soon as I saw that, finally, after 37 years, I found what it took to turn me to the first side.
0: I'm going to guess yes. And I'm going to guess yes because... Gen Xers are the main consumers of Funko Pops.
1: The answer is no, but don't fret 90s animation fans because both of the angry beavers are Funko Pops. You're not left out in the cold, Funko animation fans. And then finally, last question. Are there Metal Gear Solid, Funko Pops of Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, Naked Snake, Punish Venom Snake, and Solidus Snake?
0: Um, I feel like this is some kind of trick question.
1: It is not a trick question. It's a yes or no. So
0: it's not going to be, one of them is not. No, no, no. no. I promise. Yes.
1: Interestingly, no. I assume they were Metal Gear Funko Pops. There are not. However, you can unofficially buy a custom made non-canon Solid Snake Funko from, quote, the Funko Shed. Four. Guess how much money? Forty-five dollars. A hundred and fifty dollars plus shipping plus tax. Oh my fucking if god! You need a solid snake Funko Pop if it haunts you. That there's this solid snake Funko Pop sized hole in your desk in your and in heart. your heart <laughs> with a little cardboard box. Don't worry, the Funko Shed will fix you right
0: up. Wow, that is truly eye opening, and I'm not having a good time.
1: Funko or Fako? You did pretty well, I gotta say. This is
0: a lot of fun. Let's play again. What oh, do I win?
1: Uh, you get to stop playing Funko or Fako.
0: Fuck yeah! Best reward. <laughs>
1: Alright, we will be right back after this. Hello? Hello. Hey, well, there he Yeah, that, that's me. Who's this?
2: Charles, your favorite neighborhood engineer.
1: Oh, my goodness. It's Charles, a.k.a. Cage. He's a patron of ours, and he knows a lot about engineering and electricity, and he's going to tell us whether or not it's possible to turn your computer Into a computer.
0: Computer.
1: (laughs) Now, Sriracha, would would you care to explain the situation for Charles? Okay,
0: Charles. So it was a night like any other. (laughs) Um, Mr. Eric Estevillo was alone in his house. He was furiously masturbating to uh, a girl playing just dance, probably. That's a very sexual game. (laughs) Okay he was watching right. big big titty big titty Bunny 64 on twitch.tv it was it's raining outside and just mm-hmm. as lightning cracks <laughs> and thunder strikes he uh, coombs and he cooms on his computer actually will you grab me my phone I have the I want to read the actual log of course of course hold on one second the plaintiff once ejaculated on his PC monitor, causing a short circuit and small fire within the electrical system of his gaming rig and causing his apartment to blackout temporarily.
1: <laughs> now, Cage, as America's foremost engineering and ejaculate expert, uh, is it possible to start a fire in your gaming rig that blacks out your building By cooming on your monitor. With
0: the force of coom alone.
2: (laughs) I'm going to have to go with yes.
0: What? What?
2: Whenever we see people talking about, you know, throwing a toaster in their bathtub to kill themselves, it's not the water that's transmitting electricity. It's the salt. Oh. So the saltier what you have and what you're using is... The better it transmits electricity. So, this guy being a master coomer, I'm assuming that this must be potent stuff. I can't go any other way. Yeah. Yes. It it must be super salty, super viscous. And when he ended up making an accident with this stuff, it just blows the whole thing.
0: So, are you telling me that coom can catch on fire?
2: It can be used as a tool to deliver a tremendous amount of energy into a very small, focalized point, so that basically the rest of the computer catches on fire.
0: So if you're you're telling me if I'm ever in like a survivor situation and we fail the yes. Flint challenge, you could use Coomb to start your fire <laughs> and boil water.
2: Um, if you have a power source able to deliver let's say about 100 volts of electricity, yes, you absolutely could. You could use this to short out two leads of wire and lead to a fire. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, so something that is wet often has a more difficult time catching on fire. (laughs) True or false? Yes. So when you coom on your monitor, is the... Is simply acting as the vehicle through which ions move? <laughs> or what is yeah, actually exactly. on fire? Is it the computer or the coom itself?
2: No, no, it's the computer. It's, it's, so the coom is being used as the catalyst to transmit electricity from two points that aren't supposed to touch each other. And now because these two-point areas of the system aren't designed to be communicating with each other. They're not power rated properly. So it's basically like trying to drive a semi-truck into your garage, and that's basically the effect that happens to your computer. You have, you're bridging the gap between two parts that are never supposed to touch each other, and that you could probably dunk your computer in water, and they probably wouldn't because water isn't salty enough and doesn't have enough ions. But because this is this hyperviscous, super salty material that you're using, the small, the minuscule traces on your computer that are designed for about enough power to power an LED are suddenly getting enough power to run a whole computer. And now this copper becomes super, super, super hot. It's basically a toaster. You've basically turned your computer into a toaster. So imagine putting your computer inside a toaster. That would catch on fire.
0: Yes. Yes, it would. Yes, it would.
2: (laughs) And so that's exactly what you're doing. You've turned your computer into a toaster.
1: You closed the circuit. You closed a circuit that wasn't meant to be closed.
0: I have another general electricity question. Why can birds sit on power lines?
2: (laughs) Oh, oh, uh, actually, a really cool one. Um, Birds can sit on power lines because they are, there's a single voltage on each line. So as long as you aren't touching two different lines or the line and literally any other part of the world, you aren't creating a voltage difference. You need the difference in energy for current to flow through. So kind of like in the same way when you rub your feet against a rug and you build a ton of static electricity inside yourself, you are raising the energy level of your body. And it isn't until you touch your boyfriend, girlfriend, or partner and decide to shock them that you bridge the gap between your super high energy level and their really low energy level, thus creating a shock. So the bird, who's that's or the porg, as it may be, that is sitting on the electrical wire is at an elevated state of electricity, but they aren't touching anything else. So they're okay. Uh, For fans of old 80s action movies, they use this entangling cash to uh, jump off of a roof building, and it's actually proper science. You can do that.
0: So hypothetically speaking, if I had a power line that was like taunt enough that a human could stand on it without immediately falling to their death, and so long as I was only touching that power line, like I was standing on it like a typewriter, it would not electrocute me?
2: No, exactly.
0: That's so fucking like, like, fascinating. But the moment yeah, you touch like,
2: the
1: wooden, but the but the moment you touch like the pole, if you're if you're touching yeah. the power line with one hand and the pole with the other hand, then you've like created a new circuit.
0: Unironically, this is yeah. cool as shit. I want to learn more about electricity.
2: Exactly. So so like actually, the way to do this safely, if you want to try this experiment, is you have to get a helicopter, because the helicopter isn't touching anything. And so the helicopter isolates you from the ground, and as you touch the wire, you're not touching anything else. You're isolated because there's no link to ground. Now, I can't guarantee that the helicopter is made to to withstand 10,000 volts, and it won't blow up, but you'll be fine.
1: Now imagine, I'm hanging on a power line, okay, with both arms. (laughs) I take one of my arms, and I start masturbating. And I masturbate like a six foot long, solid strand of Coomb, kind of like one of Spider-Man's webs. That touches yeah. the ground. Now the electricity has somewhere to go. The ground, through my coom, yeah. I'm fried.
0: And your penis gets exactly. the brunt of that force.
1: Exactly. Wow. That's what must have and happened in this case.
2: <laughs> exactly. You, you turn yourself into Eric's apartment. It's exactly the same thing.
1: Well, Cage, thank you so, so much for calling in. Thank you for being a listener and a Patreon. And thank you for educating people it's about the serious dangers. Of turning your computer into a computer.
0: You really like that joke.
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, like we'll talk that. to you later.
0: Bye.
2: It's my pleasure, guys. We see love
1: ya. you.
0: And it should be deleted. Speaking of cringe, did you see they're looking into banning TikTok? I'm yes. so upset.
1: I did see that. I did see that.
0: Oh, uh, delete TikTok. It's a Chinese app stealing your data. I'm going to post this all over Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Completely trustworthy companies that are definitely not taking my biometrics. Yeah,
1: that's the thing I don't like, where it's kind of like, we don't want a Chinese company stealing our data, but we're totally cool with Google. A company who's technically like an Irish company, because they use... They, there are so many tax dodges that, like Google's corporate headquarters, is like a dairy farm in in Ireland,
0: Delaware. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Like, um, fuck you, yeah, fucking Twitter. All these got all these these giant cell phone companies are like tracking our every move through
0: GPS. Fun fact: I found out yesterday that U.S. citizens can move to Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. own property in Puerto Rico. Um, and then you are completely exempt from paying local taxes on passive income in Puerto Rico. What? Yeah, look it up, bro. It's called Act 22. I just learned about this yesterday. There is literally a law called like the Relocation of Wealthy Investors Act. If I was Puerto Rican, I would be so fucking pissed. But no, there's literally a law that says you don't need to pay local taxes. You don't need to surrender your U.S. passport. And all you need to do is live in Puerto Rico for at least 6 months out of the year
1: that's not bad at all puerto rico i'm I'm 100 down to move somewhere i'm I'm way i'm way the fuck down to move because it's like what we do for a living we're working from home all day long like we both we're both advertising people so it's kind of like yeah do we really need to live in in new york city we're not really allowed to use it during the coronavirus yeah i'm mad
0: at this city because i can't use it I'm mad at it I know But where will we get pigeons?
1: We are gonna miss that I'm That's true I'm gonna miss the pigeons
0: Oh man, I saw this funniest little pigeon Down by the, um I went for a walk this morning mm-hmm. And I saw the funniest little pigeon Pecking at some kind of dead squirrel or something What? I was like, wow, you have no respect <laughs>
1: That's adorable. That's so cute. I mean, not the pecking of the dead squirrel part, but the pigeon part. I love that part (laughs) of the story.
0: Did you know, fun fact, audience, there are so many pigeons in New York, they're called rock pigeons. Those are like the class, I call them the classic, the classic gray and uh, black spotty pigeon. And they get their name because they nest in the wild on rocky seaside cliffs. And the reason why there are so many fucking pigeons in New York City, part of the reason is because they think the tops of buildings are rocky seaside cliffs. So they build their nest there. They're they're stupid. They
1: are too dumb to realize they are not on the beach. The other day you tweeted a map about the various wars that the various countries (laughs) have declared war on birds.
0: China and Australia, and both of them lost to birds. Isn't that great? Isn't that great?
1: I read about the Great Emu War.
0: Tell me about the Great Emu War.
1: Okay. I don't know too much about it, but I think it was I think New Zealand and Australia both joined forces to try to take care of the emu problem. And I know they were using like Gatling guns. Like machine guns on these emus. Hold on. Let me pull up the article.
0: Sometimes I think about the fact that like every single animal on earth is here only because humans allow it to be. <laughs> very true. Very,
1: very true. <laughs> like
0: think about it. If humanity all got together and decided fuck birds, we're getting rid of all the birds. We could do it. We could definitely do that. We'd
1: only be hurting ourselves. I think we can both agree on that. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, so the Great Emu War was a, according to Wikipedia, a nuisance wildlife management <laughs> military operation undertaken in Australia for the later part of 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok. <laughs> in the Campion district of Western Australia, the unsuccessful attempts to curb the population of emus, large flightless birds indigenous to Australia, Employed soldiers armed with Lewis guns. Uh, Now, Lewis guns are gigantic machine guns that were used in World War One.
0: Fuck yeah, fuck birds. Yeah, yes,
1: exactly. Like, like fucking, like the machine gun arm that Barrett has in Final Fantasy VII. They were turning a ton of these machine guns on the emus. And they lost. While a number of the birds were killed, the emu population persisted, continued to cause crop destruction. Oh, wait, there were two emu wars.
0: Holy shit, and they lost both of them to the emu? Yes! <laughs> Australia, <laughs> your country sucks.
1: Uh, first attempt, um, the local settlers attempted to herd the emus into an ambush, but the birds split into two small groups and ran so that they were difficult to target. These birds were engaging in evasive maneuvers, distraction tactics. Holy
0: shit, they're learning.
1: Nevertheless, while the first fusillade from the machine guns was ineffective, a second round of gunfire was able to kill, quote, a number of birds. That's how you know they killed like one bird, maybe.
0: Yeah, what is what the fuck does that mean? You need to kill more than a number of birds. You need to kill all birds if you want to eradicate the birds.
1: Yes, exa- also, they're putting a number in quotes. Later that day, a small flock was encountered and, quote, perhaps a dozen birds were killed. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this is like when a-, a guy's like, my dick is about six inches long. It's like, all right, tiny, back the fuck down. The next significant event was on the 4th of November. Meredith, I guess some military guy named Meredith, um, established an ambush near a local dam and more than a thousand emus were spotted headed towards their position. This time the gunners waited until the birds were in close proximity before opening fire. The gun jammed after only 12 birds were killed and the remainder scattered before <laughs> any more could be shot. No more birds were sighted that day because the emus were like, better not go near the machine gun emplacement where we're all getting killed.
0: Wow, Australia, you really fucked up. See, if America decided to kill birds, we would effectively obliterate the bird population. I feel that America is best equipped to fight a bird war. I,
1: I think if we fought a bird war... We would somehow poison the land so we couldn't use it either.
0: Yeah, we would just salt the earth so nothing could ever grow there anymore. China tried to kill all sparrows. That was uh was part of China's fantastic uh Attempt at a cultural resurgence Called the Great Leap Forward Which I think took place in the late 1950s 1960s, somewhere in there Uh, The communist government of China Decided to run something called The Four Pests Campaign And I believe the Four Pests were uh, Roaches rats, I forget the third one, and sparrows. Okay. And the reason why sparrows were on that list was because they eat grains. They, like, steal grain from farmers and they effortlessly avoid predators. So, <laughs> they started fucking murdering these birds, uh, like, hitting them and a lot of the times they would just go outside and just bang pots and pans together so the birds could never sleep. What? And they would just fall out of the sky and die. No! <laughs> Sparrows! They're so cute and tiny! I know, they're so cute. We have a lot of sparrows in New York. But, um, yeah, and uh, this, and they were, they were effective. They killed a lot of birds. But then there were a lot more locusts, because there weren't as many sparrows to eat the birds, and all the farmers died, because then the locusts ate all the crops, and the locusts were much hungrier than the sparrows. So, then they quietly got rid of that campaign, and they replaced the sparrow with bedbugs as the fourth pest that must be eliminated.
1: Did they get rid of the bed bugs?
0: Probably not. <laughs> God
1: damn, Jesus Christ. The Great Emu War Wikipedia page links to the four pest campaigns. According to this, ecological imbalance is credited with exacerbating the Great Chinese famine in which 15 to 45 million people died of starvation. The Chinese government eventually resorted to importing 250,000 sparrows from the Soviet Union. They had to bring in, like, communist Russian, like, Russian, like, birds to save their goddamn asses. I
0: wonder if birds chirp the same way all around the world. Like, I wonder if Russian birds had problems attracting mates in China because the Chinese birds chirp with an accent or something
1: yeah i wonder if that's it or but what if they're like considered sexy foreigner birds sexy it's like, foreign birds right, your sexy bird accent
0: did you know that the house the house sparrow which we have many of in new york uh you can see you can tell it's a house sparrow by the big black patch they have on their tummies and they live in little military units and the bird with the biggest black patch is the leader of that military <laughs> unit
1: <laughs> which is the dumbest possible way to pick a leader, I Stupid suppose.
0: fucking birds. <laughs> hey, guys, I think we should go pick Gray out of traffic. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. Shut the fuck up, Tom. Can't you see how big his black patch is? And they all get immediately killed by a truck or something.
1: When, uh, when we were out the other night, we went to CVS. CVS had a big 50% off birdhouses and outdoor seed sale. One of us was drunk, and it wasn't me. I'm sober now. Yes. And one of us thought it would be a good idea to buy a bunch of bird seed in a birdhouse. And the other one, the drunk one, was like, we don't need this. You'll never use it. Never. Don't know. We don't need it. The and birds
0: don't use it. <laughs> the
1: birds are loving the seed. They, they
0: love the seed, but they don't live in the house. Okay.
1: So far, we've had zero takers in the birdhouse. Yes, I agree. I agree. But it's an investment for the few... One of these days... That house is going to be full of birds, and then who's going to be the hero?
0: I was at the grocery store today, and I was walking through the pet food aisle, and I saw something called, like, high-energy seed. What? (laughs) Did you get it? No, but I was like, I I wonder what types of birds need high-energy seed. All birds! They all need it! Man, these house bears do this terrifying fucking thing where they will stand on the balcony, and then they'll just fall like they won't flap and fly away they'll just fall forward as if they are committing suicide off the balcony to hurtling towards the earth and i'm sure they flap 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 before they hit the ground but it's very scary just to see a bird just fall to its death i think
1: it's really cool they're all like doing like they're like fucking doing base jumps off our little balcony out here. It's so well, our by balcony we mean our fire escape. But they're yeah. doing base jumps off our fire escape. It's really cool.
0: It, they're cute. I like them. I like those birds.
1: These birds are going ham on the sea. I'm almost at a seed.
0: We need to get more. Yeah, no, they're greedy little fuckers, and they're fat as shit too.
1: I love these little birds. Well, you know, speaking of high energy grocery store products, I went to the grocery store right before this recording because. Sriracha, as we've learned in the past couple of weeks, has never really gotten into cereal.
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody ever has gotten into cereal. I
1: got it. My entire generation got into cereal. It was all we ate was cereal. That's
0: why Gen Xers shouldn't be allowed to vote. You guys are so fucking stupid. I hate you. Yeah.
1: I'm not saying it was a smart decision! I I'm hate Gen Xers. Did
0: I literally hate Gen Xers so much. You guys are so fucking annoying. Hey,
1: someone's got to buy cigarettes and complain, and it's going to be us.
0: Yeah, uh huh. He's the number one producer of terrible indie music, and terrible indie movies. Terrible indie movies, too. Hand drawn block letters.
1: If you're looking for a movie that's in black and white but shouldn't be, We made that. You're welcome.
0: What else did you guys make? James Franco? Fuck you.
1: (laughs) No, we didn't make... No, no, he's your fucking problem. He's not my... We made Kevin Smith. He's a millennial. He's a millennial. In what fucking
0: universe is James Franco a millennial? He's like 50 goddamn years old. He is
1: not like 50 goddamn years... Look it up
0: right fucking now. He was a teenager in Freaks and Geeks and that was a millennial show. That was the 1990s. It was was the 2000s. He was 20 in 1990. All right,
1: I'm looking it up. Okay, you're super duper right. He's 42 years old and fuck he was born you. in 1978.
0: He's totally a Gen Xer. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you, fuck you. Oh my God, fuck you. You thought he was actually a teenager when he played a teenager on the show? I do he, he was like he 20 years old. Young to me. He looks like a young guy. Fuck you. See, Gen Xers are stupid, everybody. Here's a classic example.
1: At least we remember life before the internet, unlike you.
0: I remember life before the internet. What are you talking about? No, you don't. Yes, I do. Nah. Yeah, huh. Uh. Uh. Here's my impression. You're like
1: born in a chat room. You're like, M- lol, omg, M- AFK. That's you.
0: Tonight's performance is "Dial Up a Well Dial Up Noise" by Soranza. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, ding, ding, pshhh, pa pahpang. Oh my God, there's probably a bunch of Zoomers. Why well, am gonna listen to this and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing?
1: Let me tell you the problem with millennials. <laughs> tell me the problem with millennials. Literally, it is impossible to give you even the slightest amount of direction at work. You will go to a different room and cry. Like, how I, you have, I have no idea. How many times I have been leading a team of millennials, I have to give them nine compliments before I give them one note.
0: They're crying because they're being led a- led by a Gen Xer. That's the reason why they're crying. And then I
1: have to give them nine compliments on the way out. And then I have to leave the room so they can hyperventilate for a while and text their mom about how their boss was mean to them that day.
0: And then you ask, hey, can you show me how to use BitTorrent again for the seventh time this week? <laughs> how do I open Spotify? <laughs>
1: Trick question. Janitors don't use Spotify. We feel too guilty about the artist not making any money. We buy music on vinyl and through the iTunes store, thanks. While well, you're while well, you're making sure that an indie band gets a dime for every hundred thousand plays.
0: Yeah, because indie bands don't deserve rights either. You guys are weird. <laughs> no, we're the best. Millennials are weird. Jen, uh, t- Gen Zers don't like millennials. They call us cringe, which first of all, true. Oh. Second of all, you guys need to understand that we were the, there was no etiquette for putting your entire life on the internet when we got our hands at it. Okay. We were like 13. We didn't know that uh, everything was going to be up forever. We didn't know. Okay. Cut us some slack. <laughs>
1: I will cut you no slack. I will cut you zero slack on this. You guys are all like, oh, man, I can't find a job now because I posted spicy opinions when I was 12. And it's like, whose fault is that?
0: Probably yours. I don't know how yet, but probably yours.
1: Anyway, I bought some cereal, okay? I bought some cereal and we're going to have a live cereal tasting on this show. Sriracha was like, when you go down to the grocery store, can you buy me some Mike and Ike's? I searched nine goddamn aisles for the Mike and Ikes. No Mike and Ikes. I do find Good and Plenty's. Oh, but they're not Good and Plenty enough for Sriracha. Oh, she must have her Michael and Eichel's.
0: (laughs) Have you ever had Good and Plenty's? They suck shit. They're not even, like, close to the same. Oh, stereo's okay, Gen Xer. I know they got the same shape, but they don't taste the same. Like how baseball and orange look similar, taste different.
1: (laughs) It's all just sugar gelatin garbage pills. It's all just sugar gel. Oh, I'm sorry they're not orange or blue or green. You know, it doesn't taste like green. It's just a different color.
0: Back in my day, we only had two colors, and that was black and white.
1: They also had dots she didn't want either.
0: Dots suck dots are dots are too thick. I don't think I've ever had a dot that was not expired.
1: I agree with you there. I don't. My thought was we could put them in the microwave because otherwise dots are, I feel like dots were just designed by dentists to destroy your teeth.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. No, that'll rip the filling out of your fucking skull. Jesus. Dots are fucking
1: weird. All right. Look, I bought two cereals. Have you ever tried Cinnamon Toast Crunch? No. Okay. I want you to treat this kind of like a wine tasting, like- Give me the aroma of it. Give me the smell of it. You okay. Know, the mouthfeel and
0: all that. The mouthfeel. What is the purest way to eat cereal? Is it with a particular type of milk, like 2% or something?
1: The purest way is with whole milk. We don't have whole milk. We only have unsweetened, low-calorie vanilla Soy. almond milk.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I want you to try it first without the milk and then with the milk.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is cinnamon toast crunch. What is cinnamon toast?
1: It's just... It's like if you just put cinnamon on some toast. Give the box a smell. Take a look at the characters on the front. I
0: like the way it smells. It smells exactly like cinnamon. Um, There's a big, big big-ass explanation of all the vitamins in it, which I think is weird because most of them are like 10%, which is fucking nothing. I like the little cute little cinnamon guys yeah there's like little cinnamon uh, chefs i don't know they're just little boys
1: oh right they they were chefs when i was a kid now there's now the the squares themselves have faces
0: yeah i think they're cute i like them
1: all right well let's see what you think
0: okay this is uh cinnamon toast crunch going in (laughs) hey that's pretty good
1: Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. It's cereal. It tastes delicious. It's just a bunch of candy.
0: And your parents let you eat this every morning? <laughs> we
1: were taught it was like healthy and good for us and part of a balanced breakfast. And it had vitamins in it, so it must be good. How could that possible? We were real. No, we smoked. Like, we thought TV dinners were a good idea. We went to McDonald's all the time, not just as a treat.
0: Fucking Gen Xers. <laughs> oh, pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. Pretty I like it. With milk. Yeah, let me try it with milk. Okay, this is Almond Breeze Blue Diamond unsweetened vanilla almond milk. Going in. <laughs> That's the what review, bro. I
1: know what you're referencing because ta- you taught me that earlier.
0: All right, here we go. Oh, the cinnamon gets in the water. Yeah,
1: and then you drink the milk and it tastes like cinnamon sugary.
0: How long should I steep this?
1: That's enough.
0: (laughs) I like it better wet.
1: Yeah, it's the
0: whole thing. Somebody got real mad at me the other week because I said I didn't drink the milk out of the cereal. Yeah, someone did say that. Yeah,
1: when it, like... Cinnamon Toast Crunch Dry is like eating sandpaper, but delicious Mm sandpaper-like. It just shreds the roof of your mouth as if you were eating a bunch of Ninja Stars at once.
0: Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, but with milk, it kind of has like a nice soft texture and flavor. It's good stuff. I like the consistency of it with the milk. And even drinking the milk isn't terrible. Like, I don't think I would drink a whole bowl of it, but I'll taste it.
1: That's another way Gen X got into cereal, because our parents were like, it'll trick them into drinking milk. And milk is healthy for them. Milk has them grow strong bones and has calcium and shit. And all that's a lie, too. Like, milk isn't great for you.
0: Milk is fucking disgusting. Like, it, cow's milk, the concept of cow's milk is fucking disgusting.
1: Yeah, on every single level. Like, it's unhealthy. It's fattening. It's It comes out of cow titties, which is weird.
0: It literally doesn't even taste good. Yeah,
1: it doesn't taste good. Yeah, there's a million reasons milk isn't good for you. Um, but there was an advertising campaign called Got Milk that like successfully turned around milk sales like nine thousand percent.
0: Oh yeah, I remember those in the cafeteria. They'd have pictures of like NASCAR drivers. And they're like, I drive nothing. I love more than waking up and being Jeff Gordon and drinking a nice gigantic glass of milk. And for some reason, we thought that was normal. But now, if I knew that like any one of my friends drank a glass of milk, I would be like, you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah,
1: I know it's. It's weird. It's, it's a weird thing that weirdos do. And the thing with the milk mustache, we're like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, look, it's the cast of Frasier, and they've got milk mustaches. All I could ever think was like, yeah, weird dried milk on your face. That's going to start to stink real fast. I'm
0: going to throw up. That's disgusting.
1: Well, here's something that won't make you throw up.
0: That is cookie crisp.
1: Cookie crisp, which used to feature a cop and a crook battling over the cereal.
0: And then uh, he murdered the crook (laughs) and then sprinkled a little crack on the cookie crisp. (laughs) Mm -hmm,
1: Exactly. And then the the cop, of course, like, you know, resigned with a full pension and all that. As one does. And there was a cookie dog that was like the the crook's friend. And now the dog is just, now they they got rid of the cop and the crook and now it's just a dog.
0: Yeah, because they shot each other. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited to try this one. Now describe it. Oh, wow, it looks like little cookies. Yeah, it looks like tiny little cookies. They've got little chocolate chips in them. This literally doesn't even look like cereal. This is just, they literally look like desserts. Why the fuck did your parents let you eat this?
1: Because a lot of it was advertising. Just like with milk, it's like... These cereal commercials are on all day. They're yelling part of a balanced breakfast. They're yelling about the vitamins. And it's kind of like, well, if it's on TV during these children's shows, well, it must be good for them. They wouldn't advertise anything bad for these kids. Like, we used to just believe what was on TV. If it was on TV, it was true. Damn. Yeah, we didn't have, like, the... What happened? (laughs) The internet happened. Like, we didn't have the ability to, like, track down sources and, like, like, get alternate takes. And we didn't have Wikipedia. It's like... They're not really writing about cereal in the Encyclopedia Britannica.
0: The other one tastes, smelled a lot better.
1: Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I got you Cinnamon Toast Crunch because that's like a classic, amazing cereal.
0: This one kind of smells like like Play-Doh. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. Uh, cookie Crisp uh, going in dry. <laughs> oh, God. I don't like what just came out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't like this.
1: It's not as good.
0: It tastes stale.
1: Yeah. Now, by the way, this is also what it tastes like fresh. Like, I wanted to get an example of a cereal that has an amazing concept but disappoints every time.
0: Yeah, that is not good. That tastes like wheat or something.
1: Cookie crisp has never been good. But it gets you every time because it's like it's a box of cookies. It's
0: cute. Man, I had high hopes for this one. Maybe it'll be better with milk.
1: It will be better with milk. But still, the, the idea of cookies for breakfast is like, oh, that's such a great, that's such a great concept. And then they they they've just failed at the execution for like thirty years.
0: No, this sucks, dick.
1: Yeah, I know. Isn't it sad?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah, I Because 'Cause they're so cute. They're like the cookies from that book, You Give a Mouse a Cookie.
1: Yes. They look like little Ships Ahoy cookies.
0: Yeah, but they taste like shit. Yeah. We said as we continued to eat them.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I'm eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch now. You enjoy your garbage cereal.
0: Overall, I give the Cinnamon Toast Crunch a 7.5 out of 10. mm And I give the cookie crisp a 3 out of 10.
1: Let it get real soggy and then give it one more chance.
0: Okay, deal.
1: Because it kind of helps if you don't have to do the work of chewing the cookie crisp.
0: Get wet, cookies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See? It's adorable looking.
0: It is adorable. They look like they have little faces. Oh, man, I need to be put down. I need to be put in an institution. (laughs) I'll let you guys just simmer. Let me try that with milk. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I hate it.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully now you kind of get the idea of cereal. As you can see, it's just like a snack that you eat at breakfast. It's like, if this Cinnamon Toast Crunch was just more solidified and like just came in like a candy bar like you kind of get it like a cinnamon toast cruncher bar or something
0: Don't they make those? I feel like I've seen them at the bodega. They do.
1: They they make like they make cereal bars but out of cinnamon toast crunch like it's just a it's like a way to sell candy to breakfast for kids.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I can't tell if I actually like the cereal or if I just like cinnamon.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the best part of the cinnamon toast crunch. It's great. It's fantastic. That french toast crunch and like They'll do things where they're like, oh, cinnamon toast crunch-flavored ice cream. And it's just
0: fun. Well, that cookie, crisp sucks dick. Don't make that into a meal bar.
1: Gross. Yeah. I'm sorry I had to expose it, but I had to show you both <sighs> sides of the coin.
0: Both sides of the, the dark cereal realm.
1: All right, and we'll be right back after this. That's it for this special bonus Wednesday episode of the loudest podcast, Sriracha. I hope you had a good time. Hi, are you are you feeling the Wednesday? Is it it's feeling good underneath your you know, underneath your toes? I've. Your butt been- and all that?
0: Invigorated I'm gonna engage In more tax fraud Than ever before
1: I'm really excited To hear that That's really cool I'm
0: gonna open up A boutique That sells only Balinese clothes And then I'm going To use that As a vehicle To write off Expensive vacations <laughs>
1: Well you gotta go To Bali. I mean you gotta Do your research You, you, you gotta meet Your suppliers
0: Research
1: <laughs> And then while you're there Obviously you know you, you gotta eat and drink All transactions
0: Take place in cash Because it's A third world country but they don't have Venmo, your honor. Your honor, Mr. IRS man. <laughs> fuck off. Go to Malta.
1: We will be back next Wednesday. Sriracha may be back never because she is, <laughs> she's getting pretty serious about this tax fraud thing. And I'm very excited. It
0: would it. work. It's not even tax fraud. That's just what a business is. Maybe you shouldn't have called it tax fraud if
1: you think it's a real business.
0: Excuse you, tax fraud is the name of the business. <laughs>
1: Really? You're going to open up a corporation called Tax Fraud Incorporated?
0: It's Taxis Fraudus, Esquire.
1: (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Taxis Fraudus.